Welcome to a toast to pop culture. Where I'm snap, you're crackle, but we're both pop. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rice Krispies. Oh, bless them, I forgot about them. Yeah. You know what I love? I love a character. <laughs> in, in life? In life, like... Do you so know do you I'm... like Tony the Tiger of as course. well? I said that like Ariel. Of course. <laughs> Never cared for the Coco Pops monkey, I will say. I was going to say he's a bit anonymous, isn't he? Does he even have a name? Exactly, I don't know him. I don't know his life story. I yeah. feel like they didn't promote him very well. <laughs> they didn't. Is there any more that we're forgetting about? That weird looking <laughs> wolf thing on the cookie crisp? Oh, I don't know who that is. Do you remember cookie crisp? Were like mini cookies and you put them... Yeah, but I don't on. remember a character. Ah, he was like a little wolf. Oh. Unless I've totally made that up. The woman from the special care box. The woman. The very toned woman. I don't think she's a character. That's all I can think of. I don't think there's any more. Yeah, there will be though. Not just like um, cereal. There'll just be characters for food. Ever. Well, that's today's episode, everyone. <laughs> Who's your favourite cereal character? Let us know you in know, the comments. You're saying that, but that is definitely an us episode. <laughs> that is something we would do. And that's it. Uh, no, welcome along. I thought you said <laughs> said welcome lol (laughs) welcome along guys welcome along to the pod settle in i've got more eras have you i actually have go on although is this going to be a permanent fixture i think it is because i've started to realize i have weekly eras i do as well and it's bad because it's not a proper era really is it it's a spell but... Mm. Spell seems a bit old though, like I'm having a bit of a spell, like a bit old lady vibes. <laughs> this sort of feels like though to me, like a spell. Of... Yeah, well yeah, because it can't be an era if it's only lasting a fucking no, week. it's not a proper era. But some of these, some of these like overlap. Okay, it's not something to do with bread again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh fuck no. <laughs> I mean, no, we've done that too many times. Come on then, what's your era? I've got three. <laughs> oh my god, come on then. Uh, my first one, I'm in a nosebleed era. Oh, I, I hate a nosebleed them. era. Keep getting them, can't stop. Dry air. Do you reckon? I don't know. No, I actually do reckon. You got some dry air in your house? Stuffy. Ah, it is. It's that time of year. Mm. I had three this week. Oh my god. It's I rarely bad. have nosebleeds, you know, but when I do, I literally think the world's ending. Literally. Have you ever had one like trickles down your throat? No, I have to stop it from that happening because I can't bear the thought. I oh, know, it is horrific. Have you got any eras? That's two turns. I've only got one though. You've got one? Okay, I'll go through mine. I'm also in a granola era. Oh my god, not again. <laughs> Sorry to be insufferable, but I just love granola. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> yeah, I'm fully on it. With yeah. milk though, is that a thing? I feel like you're Probably. supposed to have it with yoghurt. Mm, but yeah. I prefer it with milk. It's a lot more palatable and it soaks up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, John Tarot. <laughs> How old is John? <laughs> uh, but I'm also in my Peng era. Oh my god, what I do you mean? I can't stop saying Peng. I say Peng Ting all the time. You've got that from me. <laughs> but don't I don't I? do the Ting, I just oh. do the Peng. Why? What, which way, how do you describe Peng? What does Peng mean to you? Just Peng. No, but like, what's your definition? Peng. Because I will remember saying <laughs> Peng wrong. No, I think you're saying it right. Like, is it good? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's proper Peng. A pen ping. Yeah, it's ping. Can't stop calling shit ping. <laughs> God, that's bad. <laughs> I actually do it as solid. No, I'm not going to. I'm actually going to challenge myself not to ping in this episode. Right. Do you think I've ping tinged in episodes before? I've oh, got no, to you have. Did I say Camu was ping ting? <laughs> if anyone's keeping the scripts, <laughs> have we ever said ping ting? Definitely would have. Right, do you want to know my era? Mm. 
it's not really an era per se, but I feel like it's coming on a bit and it's emo. And I'll tell you for why. Because, first of all, we've gone to see Paramore. So I got into that emo era then, like, because it took us back to my old mm-hmm. days of being an era. Being an era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> being an emo. Emo era. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway. Um, but I'm doing this thing at the minute. You know how I've got all my playlists on my Spotify that I've made? Right. And everyone laughs at us because I've got, like, warm and boy bands and it's a fucking mess. Um, well, I've been going through them and I've opened my pop, punk, rock playlist so like I've been going down the list and listening to all like the old mm. emo bands and yeah it just gets right there I was singing my couple of romance earlier while I was putting away the dishes yeah I get that you get, you get in eras with music genres I feel I haven't had an emo era for a while but it follows on nicely with what we're saying about the gaming episode as well I think the whole gamer and me and like doing a monster I just think I'm going back to how I was at 15 and I'm okay with it I would be okay with it too what if I changed the way I looked and everything? I would support it. Would you? You do you. <laughs> do you remember that picture I sent you with me lip piercing and my glasses? I do remember it, yeah. Would you really be my friend if I still looked like that? It would be quite tragic, but <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Live your life. Okay. Right. What are we drinking today? What are we talking about today? Oh, yes. Let's this talk is about the, that food. This is the best drink and subject combination we've ever had. Oh, I think... Uh, Jane and Monster would have something to say about that. This beats it. Ah, it probably does. It's genius. Okay. (laughs) Should we tell them? (laughs) (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) I don't actually know what the song goes like, you know. I don't know how it goes. Making your mind up. Oh, no, I wasn't doing that. Oh. But you can do that. Using Eurovision. I was doing the theme. Cut that out. (laughs) Oh, shambles. It's Eurovision (laughs) and you sang... Making your mind up. Oh, bye. Bye. <laughs> Should we say it at the same yeah. time? One, two, three. Books, Books fizz. Which is what we're drinking tonight. Woohoo! And I just think, how perfect. Well, they do call themselves the fizz now, and I'm a bit like, get yeah. out of yourselves. Why did they do that? Did they leave someone? Did someone leave, sorry? Books left. <laughs> <laughs> and we were deaf, so the am sure to keep do. going. You know what? I've seen the fizz when they came to the Ben's Park. Right. And I think there's only two of them. They're now, not as fizzy then. Nah, they're missing two of the fizzes. No. Two, they're missing the books to the fizz. Yeah, gone a bit flat. <laughs> yeah. But our books fizz is not flat. But the best one's still there. Why is, she, why is she regarded as the best one? I don't know who you mean. Cheryl. She's from around here. Because people go on about her a lot from around here. You tell me. I do now. I don't like Should we Google it? <laughs> I don't like them either. It's no, it's no shame. We're not old ladies. Yeah, exactly. Old ladies of the pod coming for us. We're not yeah, liking books um, fizz. Guys, don't shoot me. <laughs> but I don't like books fizz. But we do like the drink. We do. And we're drinking it now. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm just desperate to drink. So I was yeah. like, let's get this done so we can have a drink. It's all refreshing. <laughs> and do you know what? I've never done it the way we did it. We did a bit oh. of mixology today. We actually mixed the Prosecco with the orange juice. Yeah, because you can't buy books for this anymore now that Christmas is over. I always thought it was an all year long thing, you know. It will be, but it's not as like available. You like know, in like, big Tesco, it might be. Ah, uh, exactly. But like you know, when it's Christmas and it's literally in every aisle, mm. they're like, "Do you want a books for this for like two pound?" Yeah, no, it wasn't in the co-op. It wasn't. So we got prosec and orange, and orange juice. juice. And it's working a treat. This is the best books fizz I've ever had. Kind of like a mimosa, which I think is a posh way to say books fizz. But I also think a mimosa might be champagne, whereas books fizz is prosecco. Ah, okay. But I used to always say mimosa. So mimosa's like posher. Posh books fizz. Yeah. Okay. 
which is to think about. Well, we're not being posh, and hopefully you're not either if you're having a book space with us. Um, anyway, we're going to do Eurovision today, and I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm just going to say it honestly, I'm overwhelmed because there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I just want to chat shit about it, That's and we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. And we're also at some point planning on specifically doing this year, so if you are wanting us to talk about this year. Probs not now, soz. But mm. we're going to do a 2023 episode. When is it? At some points in a few months from now. Maybe. Oh, well, that would work. So we're probably going to do that at some point, talking about like faves, not faves. I want you to watch them. I think, do you not think that we should do a reaction to the final? Because you know that I'm not going to watch the ones in the lead up to the final. I'm only going to watch the final. You need to. Yeah, but... Well, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> oh that's true that is very true well I would if you sent us a list because I find it very confusing of who's who mm-hmm. and what and yeah. how to find that I would do a full introduction but at the same time it would be kind of good to do a reaction to the final I think what went wrong what went good I would who like deserved a, it who didn't like a summary yeah like I think we should watch the final and that's when we'll put part two up possibly okay maybe <laughs> don't know whether to preempt it though or do it after this is what we should talk about off yeah. What? That's true. what would you prefer, guys? Would you prefer a preempting of the proceedings? Yes. Or would you rather talk about it after everything's happened? DM us on the Instagram, and if we get no DMs, I know that we've got no listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you need to step it up now. We're giving you homework. Right, we're going to start. How you became such a fan of Eurovision. Tell me your journey. We can do that, my journey. Um, So my first very, very vague memory of Eurovision is Lordy, actually. Mine too. Which is funny, isn't it? Yeah. But like by vague, I mean it was on the telly. Right. I didn't watch. I just vaguely remember as a child seeing that. Like you can't really forget that, can you? Because it was kind of traumatizing for children. That's what I'm saying. It's so, that, <laughs> Imprinted like on your brain. That's what it was. Yeah. The memory. But then I don't think I actually properly watched it until 2010. Right. And I really liked the winning song that year. Okay. Do you know Lena Satellite? No. Larf, ar, larf. Diana Vickers. Seems incursive. <laughs> Very Diana Vickers inspired. No way. Like a satellite. Um. We'll put it on later. I feel like you might hate it. Um, but anyway, I proper loved at the time. And then I was like, 2011 came around. And I was like, I'm going to fully get into it. I watched the semi-finals and the final. And yeah, I enjoyed it. And then that was a tradition year on year. Because I was already a bit of a geography nerd at the time. Um, and a music fan. So yeah. it's like, that's probably why I'm oh, so into it today. It like marries my interests. Yeah. But then I don't think I hardcore got into it like I am now until after 2016. Right. The final of that, because I remember just watching lots of videos on it and then being like, I'm going to fully follow it the next year. And Mm. that's what I did. That's really interesting. But I'm a lot more hardcore than a casual viewer. I should say that now. Like, I follow everything leading up to it. Mm -hmm. So at the minute, there's a lot of like selection shows, which we'll talk about the ridiculousness of them at some point in this. Because they're brilliant. They're arguably more fun than Eurovision itself. Right. Because they're just carnage in the best way. Like this time of year around February, March, uh-huh. when everyone's picking their songs, is mental. But where, do they put, where does it get aired? So on each of the broadcasters of each country, they're like... So we do we have it on BBC? We don't do it. <gasps> we pick artists internally. But some, some countries will have a show. We used to have one, though. You decide. 
That rings a bell. And we did one called Making Your Mind Up at some point. Oh. And I want to talk about an iconic moment from that when uh, Terry Wogan and Fern Cotton were hosting it. And I know this! 2007. Yes, of course! And they I watched announced it. the wrong winner. Yeah, and it was Scooch uh-huh. that won. Who did they announce? I didn't know some nobody. Yes. <laughs> no oh offense. my god. So I, I didn't watch the final with Scooch, but I watched that one. This, yeah, yeah, Scooch. Oh, we'd ask that one. So it? maybe I have, do have a couple of things to say. Actually, I might have more. I think I've learned some that I've thought. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was so embarrassing, wasn't it? Who got it wrong? Terry. Wolverine. Terry. Oh bless it. Fair that correct. Did he always do Eurovision? So he was commentator for like. 30 years. Oh, really? A long time. I think he quit in like 2008 and that's when Graham took over. Right, okay. Fair enough. Shall I tell you about my Eurovision Please story dead quick? So, the first year I remember watching it was 2006. Um, I remember Lordy because they terrified us at the time mm. and it really imprinted on my memory. But also I have a really good story with Dad Samson, which I be- was he the 2006 UK? He was, yeah. Okay. I want to talk about Dad Samson forever. Literally. Um. So should we come back to Dad Samson? I'll tell you about. Story. I want to talk about him now. <laughs> okay. Um. So Dad's Dad Samson's teenage life was a big, big part of my history. teenage life. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 2006, I was only young. You were um, how old? Eleven. Uh, a few years off it. True, true. I wanted to be a teenager though. Right. And do you remember in the um, performance, it was like schoolgirls. I've definitely told you this before, haven't I? But should I share it with the pod? Mm-hmm. I have told you, haven't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say it. I think I've told you like more than once. <laughs> um, yeah, schoolgirls. And so I made up like a whole dance routine and we performed it in assembly in primary school. And it was really good, <laughs> but it was absolute chaos. I kept like sacking people from the dance team that ended up like just being two of out of like eight. But then just before we were about to perform it in assembly, where um, everyone else signed back on. I was, I was so like shy in school, right? But if there was one thing I was a complete bitch about was dancing. Mm-hmm. I used to ask people to make routines of all the time just performing Were assembly. you the bossy one or were they just leaving of their own accord? They no, I was really it. bossy. That's the thing. I was so shy. I was bullied so heavily in primary school and I kind of get it now because I'd just be like, does anyone want to make a dance up? And I would perform an assembly like every week. <laughs> but like if people weren't doing the dance right, I'd be like, you're fucking out. Like you're shit. <laughs> like literally. No, I'm sorry, right? You're not letting me down. Get and fucked. I always made myself front and centre. So like for Dad Samson, I remember wearing a, like a triangle shape where it's like me right at the front, two people behind me, three people behind that, and then four people behind that, or so however many that is. Yeah. Like and I was ten pinballing. Like, I was at the front and I had to make sure of that. <laughs> and I'd be like, it's because I'm the shortest, but really it's because I was mint. Um, <laughs> and self-obsessed. Um, but yeah, and we even went as far as to like get a stack of papers that would like drew butterflies on and then like the big key change we would like reach under I probably still remember the dance reach under a chin throw the papers <laughs> in the air because that's what they did on the performance oh I just like the real thing we copied yeah um, and it was brilliant I have a very big fundamental oversight uh, if you're a Eurovision fan you'll know this only six people allowed on stage so if you wanted to go do that in real life, they wouldn't have all of you. Well, that's fine. They can just have me. But you would have been bossy manager anyway, <laughs> yeah. so you would have known which four were the worst, wouldn't you? Instantly. Like but the that. ones right at the back of my... Yeah, exactly, the four. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I didn't know that actually. Interesting. Which is really shit when you think about it, because if you watch a performance, wouldn't you want the main singer in the front, three either side, make it seven? Oh my God, yeah. That's it's a bit ridiculous. Dodgy. Yeah. 
So a lot of people aren't really a fan of that. No, yeah, I just make it seven. Yeah, it's a bit shit in it. But um, Daz Samson is iconic. Yeah. Uh, has a okay. whole documentary from back in 2006. I need to see it. That I think we should just watch. I would love to. In our own time. I would really love to. I'd like to know more about him. I would, I think, he's a very fascinating individual. Is he George Samson's dad? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But he tried to represent Belarus in 2019. Can anyone he represent may- anywhere? Yes. Right. I mean... They have to make it through the process mm. and it helps if you're actually known in that country. Right, but, but they don't you, have to You be. don't necessarily have to be from that country to represent them. See, I think that should be a rule that you do have to be. Maybe. Or like football. Where you, I'm sure with football to play, I could be wrong, I'm not a football fan, but I'm sure with football you have to have links to the, like, not like Newcastle where anyone plays, but like England. I'm sure you can't play for England unless you have links to England. Yeah, yeah, that's... Is that right? Yeah. Or like you're from England. I'm sure there's a really good reason why, but I don't know it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from football. Back to Eurovision. But yeah, that's not a thing in it. So he went to represent Belarus in 2019, made the auditions. So you can watch his audition on YouTube. Oh, I love that. Singing a song called Kinky Boots. Oh. But he didn't get chosen. But you know what? Dad Samson was like, from my memory... I think the only reason was the song was good. Like, it genuinely is a tune. I bet you the Kinky Boots one was crap. You can't get a... You're not thinking Teenage Life is a tune, are you? I like it. I fucking love it. But he was also the wrong age to be singing that type of song. It was a bit odd. Wasn't he, like, 14? Yeah. But then again, it's a whole point. It's been a long time since I've had a Teenage Life on the lyrics. They it's about don't being understand, a teenager. do they? Yeah. <laughs> Won't do the crime. Do you remember that bit? Is that a verse? <laughs> no, it's on the girls in the background thing. And he's like, when he does the clap bit, and I used to do the clap bit and the dancer, and he's like, da, 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 they won't do the crime. And then the girls go, won't do the crime. <laughs> you're like, At least someone's a fan of it. <laughs> I fucking love it. I actually genuinely do. Anyway, I didn't watch it again after 2006 until 2021. Which is like, what was going on? Because this is right up, right, right up, up your my street. street. Well, I've got a couple of reasons. Of, I've got a reason of why I stopped and I've got a reason why I started again. Because then I watched it in 2022. Um, so the reason I didn't watch it is because me mum and dad weren't fans. And I think it all depends on what kind of household you grew up in. And my mum and, and dad were not Eurovision watchers. So they were like, I'm not going to put that on. So then hmm. Big Brother Final... On the other hand, they were all for that shit. But like, they just weren't watching it. <laughs> but I feel like I was the same. I wonder how I came across it. I know. Because yeah, I just watched what they watched and they watched it in 2006. So that's why I stopped. And then I just felt like it just passed us by until it was actually 2020 when, is it Daddy Freya? Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? I love them. And when they came out with Think About Things and then obviously they didn't get to perform it because it got cancelled. I was like, if this is the type of shit that Eurovision are doing, then I'm all for it. Like, so when it came on 2021, I literally only watched it for Daddy Freya. That's really interesting that that a lot of shit. got you into it. Because yeah. that got a lot of people talking here at the time. Didn't literally, it? it was just because I'd seen it on TikTok and I was like, what a tune. And when they said they were going to do 2021 again, I was like, well, I want them to win. I remember when that song was first starting to kick off and people who were fans of Eurovision thought they'd bought it. Mm. <laughs> they thought they'd bought the interest because they couldn't believe that that song yeah. had just managed to just organically really take off. And then also in 2021, full circle moment, obviously I didn't watch it because my family didn't. 2022, I watched it with my mum and my sister. Got my family to watch it. But that was because the Sam Ryder, they were all for it as well. So it just shows, doesn't it? 
he's another TikTok person who was yeah. popular. My mum's a big fan. She was like, I never watch Eurovision, gonna watch it for him. That's all it takes. Yep. Did she enjoy it? She fucking loved it. She said, every year we need to have Eurovision parties. Because it was just me, her, and my sister. It was the same day that Little Mix did their, you know, then they did the last concert ever and they streamed it. Mm. So we watched that and then we watched Eurovision later and we literally had a party with like food and drinks and we're like cheering every time oh, Eurovision, nice. every time UK got a point. It was great. <laughs> had any voice left? <laughs> Who, me? I guess we did well last year. If we did that in 2021, you'd have been sat in silence. That's so true. <laughs> well, I was sitting in the corner of my sister. I don't know why, right? My sister has a giant couch and I just have this memory of me, my mum and my sister just in the corner, pretty much on top of each other. Maybe the dog took up the whole couch and we just kept going, yay, every time. It was so fun. Do you know what? I really am frustrated. I can't remember how I got into Eurovision. I like, I can't mad. remember that 2010 when I watched it. And how old were you in 2006? Six? Five. Five? But like Bloody I say, hell. it's just a memory of Lordy. Yeah. It's not Is of it like one show. of your earliest memories of all time? Yeah, it's not of anything. It's just a memory of them. Yeah, And sorry. I feel like I remember a bit of Verga Saduchka the year after. Do you know that one? Do I fuck? Dancing Lashatumbai. No. So I think we need to watch that. Okay. Because you definitely will know it. And I don't know how you're all going to feel about this, but... I think that we should talk about the Eurovision film. Potentially. I have a lot to say about it. If you want to talk about it, we can. Well, I won't say too much. So, you know Oh, of course! So I remember that as well. But do you know that I didn't know they were from Eurovision until this very moment? Did you know? Do you know how I know them? Go on. They're in, they're in a film, Spy with Melissa McCarthy, and she goes through a country, and they're on stage performing, and it's terrifying. Not that long ago, 2015. Oh, yeah! Ooh, one of my favourite films <laughs> uh, so yeah they're my like two really early memories but not proper mm-hmm. and I feel like over the years I had some very bad takes really? I didn't like Euphoria at the time well I've got a story about Euphoria as well another song that I didn't know was from Eurovision but it when I first started going clubbing when did that song come out? What, what year 2012 was it? yeah that makes sense I turned 18 and 2013 mm. so when I first started going clubbing in Shields it was on constantly everywhere. everywhere and I just thought this is just another dance tune didn't have a clue literally what it was until I think last year when I watched like all of the winners or something and I was like as if but I don't like it you know but it's only because it reminds me of going clubbing in bad times yeah, why don't you like why. it I love it now. Oh, really? I'm the biggest Lorena fan these days. Really? But at the time, I think I was just trying to be edgy. I think I was like, it's not that good. Because it was like, <laughs> everyone was going about it as the favourite to win. And you know, when, you know when someone tells you something's the favourite to win, then you watch yeah. it and you're disappointed. Yeah. I feel like I was set up to not like it. Yeah. But when I watch it back now, I'm like, what the fuck? It was literally brilliant. It is a bop. Like, it is, <laughs> for you, for your revision, I think if I'd watched it at the time, I would have been like, this is actual gold. Yeah. It makes and sense. And she is trying to represent Sweden again this Yummy. year. And we've got every limb crossed. <laughs> I've not heard the song yet. It'll be out by now. But that's a thing. She's obviously a good artist and it's very high as well. But like, can you do it more than once? Like, if you're not already a big star from Eurovision, I think going back to represent again, you only had the one good song. We mustn't forget the song contest. Well, this is a good point. A lot of artists... Because look about the Rasmus. A lot of artists return as well. Yeah. To the contest. So there was someone called Dima Balan who did it and came third, but two years later he returned and won. Oh, well, So you can always come well. back and do it better. Sunstroke Project. Yeah. Epic Sax Guy. No. I'm just testing here. I'm no. trying to see if I'll get some of it. 
they came back and got like a way better result like years mm. later so you can come back and do better but obviously you can't do better than winning but I also think like well exactly she's setting herself up for a fail I don't think she'll win I don't even know what the she fuck she hasn't is, even got through to represent Sweden she yet she probably won't nah she probably did want her back but she did try six years ago and didn't even make oh, the final of oh, the show to select oh, the artist but I feel like this is going to go better I've got good but feelings I just think people who Adding people who represent Eurovision who have a bit of a name just end up kind of embarrassing themselves. Like, not talking about the likes of Sam Ryder because that's completely different. People who have a name, like, for being a name. Like, Blue did it once, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And Blue had many hits and they did a failure. So, at this point of recording, we don't know the UK artist. If we picked somebody who was big, do you, would you worry about that? No, this is what I've always said, right? Like, why don't we pick our best, most, like... But if they're known, are they not setting themselves up for failure? No, I know, right? But imagine if every country chose their biggest artist from, like, every country. So, like, we send fucking Harry Styles or something as much as they don't like him. Why don't we send our best artist? Like, why didn't we send Little Mix when they were in their prime? But my mum, I think, said they would never do that. Like, the artists wouldn't do that. They wouldn't have, no. But this is the year when an artist might... But at the same time, you've got to think it's a competition. It's less, I'd say it's less about the reputation, it's more about the potential and not do well. When Plus, you're it's a big all, name. we mustn't forget that it's a song contest. It's not about who you are, how good you are. It's about how good your song is, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't care if we send a big or not big name this year, if the song's good. Yeah, I don't care who we send. However, I don't think we're ever going to have the success that we had last year ever again. We will. We definitely maybe do. in the future 15 years time but I wouldn't expect it to happen every single year I literally think it was just a fluke and if it doesn't happen this year I couldn't give a fuck I think it was a fluke I think we had a really good artist we had a really good song and we had someone who did have a bit of a name which TikTok is a global people might have known them in different countries so but that's the thing anything can happen every year is different but I also hope not to be awful to James Newman <laughs> is that his name or is that his brother <coughs> no, that's James it. Newman but I think Eurovision needed to get better with selecting because, like, I would never have chosen James Newman to represent Well, that was internal as well. Was it because he was John Newman's brother? That was them stepping up. So they teamed up with a management label and they chose James Newman, which wasn't good. Was so they terrible. picked the they've teamed up with another label who chose Sam Ryder and is choosing the shows. Right, well, I do have faith because that was a choice. I have, a bit, I have more faith than I've ever had. Go I remember in. when I first found out that Sam Ryder was representing, it was actually on TikTok because I follow him and he literally came up and he was like, I'm representing Eurovision. I was mm-hmm. like, what? That's amazing. Because you know, when I used to watch Sam Ryder's videos on TikTok, I used to always look for him on Spotify and he had a couple of EPs in that, but I was like, on a couple of covers. But I was like, I really want to listen to him as an actual artist. And now he is. Now he's massive. I think he's going to be as big as Harry Styles. Did you that. listen to his album? No, I haven't actually got around to listening to it yet. Is it, that. is it oh <laughs> I am worried that like it's not gonna be as good as Spaceman. But I do like the songs he's done since that aren't well somebody's alright, isn't it? It's alright if you like Simon Webb <laughs> <laughs> not accusing you of anything, but And um, <clears throat> the one he did with Is it Sagala? Mm-hmm. What's it called again? Living Without You. Yeah, yeah. I like that one too. No, I quite like that. Bit one. of a grower, but I like I yeah. like it now. But I haven't listened to his album. Probably should have done that before this episode, if I'm quite honest with you, but never mind. But we we didn't. But we didn't. (laughs) But in the end, we didn't. Um, What is notable, in my mind? What would you... 
What would you like to know more of? What do you feel like you don't know a lot of when it comes to Eurovision? I don't know. Did you even finish your story? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you got into it. So 2021. So 2021 was your first one you've watched for a while. I could talk about 2021 in greater detail because I fucking me loved too. it. Me too. That was but the best ever Eurovision year. Really? I thought it was just 100%. me because it was the first year I watched for years. So like from 2006, I only remember Lordy and Dar Samson. And then obviously 2021, I have so much to say. I, do you remember I had so many what that I added in my playlist? I became a huge Maniskin fan, or Maniskin, however you say it. But I became a fan of all these random songs. Um, but 2022, I wasn't really bothered, you know. 2021 was like Eurovision All-Stars. And I think it was a lot to do with the fact that a lot of those artists were meant to do the year before. Oh, yes. So they must have had like more time to yes. come up with something mint. Mm-hmm. And I think what we got was a lot of great songs. Whereas... Last year, and I'll be honest, this year is looking a bit... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last year wasn't very good. I think the only thing I liked other than Sam Ryder is Wolf. Give that wolf a banana. Mm-hmm. I know that I shouldn't like it, but I do. Who <laughs> no, Don't you love how I've got in a red? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the song, so I'm conditioning Holly to not like it now as well. I fucking love it. But how do you feel about them unmasking? Well, Mint, I'm glad they did. I wanted them to. But I can't believe it was Ben Adams from A1. It's also a bit shit though, because now, like, who cares? Yeah, but nobody cared anyway, so it's a great way to get back in the public eye, innit? Like, who only <laughs> cared when Eurovision was on, and since that was over. I thought it was, I don't know how to pronounce this, but you know, Yildiz. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how you pronounce it though. That was rumouring for a bit. Because the style is exactly the same as their style. Mm. And I was dead set on that. And then I saw that everyone was like, oh, it's Ben Adams from A1 because... He lives in no is it Norway that they were from? Yeah. yeah, he lives in Norway now with his wife. So yeah, when he got unmasked, I was like, is it Ben Adams? I love it. I loved him one back in the day. That was the first time I ever heard Take On Me, because they did a cover of it. Mm. Irrelevant, but interesting. So let's talk about the history of like, Yeah, go for it, go for it. So I'll be really brief. World War Two happened. Oh really? Did happen. I mean did they you know what happened. <laughs> Anyway, I didn't know it was connected to Eurovision. So, some people got together and were like, let's do a little sing song. Eurovision happened in 1956 for the first time. Seven countries took part, we didn't. Uh, we joined the year after, I think. Okay. I think we meant to, but we just were too late or whatever. Um, but seven countries took part, and now there's like 37 this year, but like usually it's over 40. Where's the rest of the countries gone? I know that Russia aren't allowed anymore. Mm-hmm. But what happened to the rest? You mean from like 40 to 37? So this year's... So last year there was 40. This year there's 37. Bulgaria, North Macedonia and Montenegro have sacked it off. Why? Because I think Bulgaria said it doesn't interest us anymore. Oh, bless But I feel like someone else has just took over and they're a bit of a knob. Ah, right. Other two can't afford it. Oh, so we're not chipping. (laughs) Cost of living. Whip around. (laughs) Can't afford to send someone wearing some spangly shit oh, singing a song. So I would give a little bit. They might come back next year. Who knows? Oh, I would actually donate that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the arts, entertainment, culture industry is important. Exactly. They're not qualified anyway, probably. But no, because <laughs> they haven't got the money to put a stage. What do you mean? It's an expensive thing. I don't understand the whole qualifying thing. I don't get it. You have to explain right, it. Right. So the semi-finals. Yeah, but does it matter which countries get in? What do you mean? So whoever performs on the final, mm-hmm. is that every country? No. <sighs> so you'll... This How is but we get in every year because of money or something? Yes. Right, so, right, right, right. Right. So there's, <laughs> this show, there's 37 taking part. Mm-hmm. There'll be two semi-finals. So there'll be 15 in one, 16 in the other. 
10 qualify from each show, so we'll lose 11 in the semi-finals. <gasps> and the final is then 26 songs. It's the 20 that got through, and then it's the big five who pay the most. That's shotgun. So, maybe, yes. <laughs> but it's all I've ever known, so I never question it. But it's Who are the big five? France, Germany, Italy, Spain, and us. And the host country, which would have been Ukraine. So Ukraine's also in yeah, you all you do always get a place if you've won. Yes. Oh, because you have to host it. Yes. Imagine they're like, we didn't get through. There it is. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of tragic. Uh, so yeah, there's 26 in the final. So there's some countries that'll have really good qualification records. Right. And that's like getting a bit into deeper fan territory. So there's some countries I've been with donkeys to go through. Oh. Georgia. Oh. Haven't been in it since 2016, the final. Oh, Latvia, shocking. same, 2016. Shocking. Whereas Ukraine have qualified every year since the semis started in 2004. Well done, Ukraine. They're the only country to keep it going. But you know what? I just think it's kind of shocking that as much as I support the UK, because I live here, but like, I think it, again, should just be down to songs. Probably. Because, no offence to us, but we probably wouldn't have gotten in for years, but then that would be fair. I'm all about fairness, mate. And it would have probably got us to book our ideas up. Yeah, sooner. exactly. Well, I never. I was very much in that mindset too. Um, But yeah, so it grew slowly but surely over those years. And should we talk about noble names in that time? Yeah, I can do. Who would you like to mention? I don't know. I've mentioned. She mentioned the UK winners. Yeah, let's talk about that. Maybe we should get the list up of who's represented the UK. That would be really good, actually. Eurovision. Can I say something as well? I don't know if it was also 2006, but I have a very strong memory of Katie Price trying to represent Eurovision. Oh, we're talking about that. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to that. There's a lot to talk about, this might be a long one. Um, I feel like I used to watch the selection show, you know. That was from that. I was going to so say, probably. I think I have. So 1967 first winner was Sandy Shaw. Yeah, I don't know the song, but I've heard much about her and that, this song, Puppet on a String. And then the year after, Cliff Richard did it. No. Did that? Congratulations. I do know the song. Came second and he was tamp and fume and raging <laughs> because the song what won was just la 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 for three minutes <laughs> and honestly buzzing about it. <laughs> Literally. It was better than congratulations if you ask me. And then the year after, this was a very interesting year. 1969 is mm-hmm. interesting because it was the only year when four countries won. Eh? What? I'm confused. So there was a tie and at the time... <laughs> Ridiculously, no one had considered what would happen in a tie. Oh my god, yeah. So four countries got 18 points, mm-hmm. and we were one of them. Oh. So we won, but as a tie. Well, I love Lulu, always have. But this song used to be the theme tune to Him and Her. Did you ever watch it on BBC Three? It's very good. It's a little sitcom. Yeah, it was a bit, just a sitcom oh, set in a trappy apartment. Russell Tovey. Yeah. Yeah, it was very good. And that was the theme tune. I always loved it. So That's such a weird thing. I know. That. So then I started re-watching Him and Her last year. And I was like, I'm going to Google that song. And I was like, oh, it's Lulu. Didn't think that. And then I found out it was a Eurovision song. And I was like, that's even weirder. Anyway. We really stepped it up around then, though, I think. Send look, knock, knock. I do not know that song. Richard went back. Even I didn't know that. <laughs> Why is he in brown on Wikipedia? Because he was bronze place. Third. Does that mean like third? Yeah. Oh well, not bad. Olivia Newton-John. <gasps> Olivia Newton-John, I did not know that. Love her. Rest in peace, by the way. Brotherhood of Man. Heard of them. Save your... Save all yeah. Your you know that one. Yeah. Um, and then Bugs Fizz. Ching, ching. <laughs> um, almost like we planned it. <laughs> 
Michael Ball was there. Fell off a bit. Michael Ball came, and then Sonia. I am obsessed. A lot of people like Sonia, you know, but I'm not a fan. Just Be- obsessed with her as a person. Better the devil, you know, wasn't a Kylie cover, was it? Can't no, you can't do you that can't kind do of covers, of course. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Janis, you know. Eee, well, I never. EastEnders royalty. And Gina G was <gasps> a very big song. Tune, and again, I didn't know this was Eurovision until about last year. Only came eighth. Can you believe? I think that should have been a winner. Absolutely shocking. A and then we won the year after with Katrina and the Waves. Love yeah. Shine Light. I hate that song. Don't know it. I know Katrina and the Waves. Because it's irrelevant. Imani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there's your queen. Where are you? It's a war girl stop staple. <laughs> um, and you remember Gemini. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about them? Of course. I don't know a lot about them, though. It was like a boy and a girl, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember it? Well. Ish. We're putting it on. Because this was tragic. This was like the UK in its pits. What year was this? 2003. And well, people blamed this I'm bad... It. People blamed this bad result on the Iraq war. <laughs> but when you hear the song, you realise it's got nothing <laughs> to do with that. You know what? I think the song's good. It's just the singing that's bad. So we got no points. Oh, bless it. And that was the first time we'd ever got no points so people were a bit like ooh oh my queen 2005 Javine bit of a slag though bit of a slag though <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of her um, touch my fire I think by the way just to go a bit off topic that she should have won a place in Girls Aloud mm-hmm. love Sarah Harden also rest in peace but mm. anyway do you remember JJ when it's my time I Andrew don't want to song why fifth? the fuck have you skipped over Scooch because I thought we'd spoke David DeCassi is from South Shields. Right. I wrote an article about him yesterday. Right. Did he say it? No. No, okay. I can go read it back. David DeCassi is from Shields and he was on Eurovision. That's why I think my family watched a selection right. show. Because we're like, oh, it's a lad from Shields. Would you like something to suck on? What? That's part of the song. Oh my God. Because it's in a plane, <laughs> isn't it? And then someone's playing the role of an air stewardess and goes, would you like something to suck on before landing, sir? Oh my God, I don't remember. I don't yeah. even think I even remember how it goes. Was it like, fly in the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> I don't remember the song, but is it fly <laughs> Doing the full choreography. I um, love them, you know. 2005, I actually should have mentioned, Javinger was when Katie Price tried. Oh, was it now? <laughs> and we're going to watch that right now. We're going to watch Katie Price? I'm not just anybody. I hate it so much. So I think we all agree that uh, Katie Price should have represented. <laughs> but I love her outfit. Like, that is my childhood. Blue. Oh, blue. What year was that? 2011? I can... Andy Abraham? Mm-hmm. You knew that though, right? Did I? I feel like you might have told us. Came last. Deva. Oh. Absolutely Deva. He wouldn't have deserved that. So maybe we can talk about from 2010 onwards generally, because they'll be the ones I remember. Yeah, okay, okay. So 2011, uh, we sent Blue. Which is a big, good one to send. It's a good one to send. It's a good name to get. But it was also when they were in that flop era. It was, but I feel like it had some sort of something. Okay. Came 11th. Not I think bad. people thought that was bad at the time. Yeah. But I never liked that blue song. Even at the time, I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I've, I've and I do never love been a blue. fan of it. I love blue. Um, so I wasn't too shocked. But I will tell you, 2011, even though it was my first year at the time, I probably loved it. So shit. 
Oh, really? I would say it's the worst Eurovision year, full stop, mm. from the ones I've seen. I think it's really bad. Interesting. Just song-wise, terrible. Do you remember when we went through um, all the Eurovision final songs and I had to choose who I thought should win because right, I didn't so know we the winners? Did this. So when we get to those, I think I want to talk to you about those. I was going to say we didn't do 2011, did we? Because I don't remember the We didn't get blue. that far back. No, ah. we didn't get that far back. Okay. Um, 2012, we sent Engelbert Humperdinck. No, I didn't hear of him until uni when our programme leader used to mention him all the time. Did I'd you be not? Like, who the fuck is that? Now it's he could, the now best he follows name us around. of all time. Where's he from? Have you never seen... I think he's originally from India. Right. Uh, have you ever seen Lesbian Seagull? It's that. an Engelbert Humperdinck cover. I don't know what the original is, but he sang a song called Lesbian Seagull. Oh my God. And yes, we're going to watch it. Okay. Is that what he looks like? Yeah, he's ancient. He's like 80 <laughs> Is he alive? Yeah. What? <laughs> so we're going to add Lesbian Seagull by Engelbert Humperdinck <laughs> to War Girl, I think. Definitely. Um, Bonnie Tyler. What a big name. I love this song. Do you? Oh, do we, I forgot to talk about the year. 2012 was a good year, I think. But 2012 to me was kind of trendy, so why did we send an old man? 2012 was the best year for music and we sent Engelbert. That's what I mean, it was a really good year for music. <laughs> and do you know what's really funny? He opened the show and I, like, you do not want to open with that song. That's what I mean, That was I didn't realise that was the year Lorraine Do you know the song? No. Ooh. Um. <laughs> but like, Lorraine's Euphoria was so trendy, that's why it was played in the clubs. Yeah. They weren't going to play Engelbert Humpledink. But I have a theory that they put him on first just through the bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it'll have been about 12 o'clock in wherever they did it. Yeah. So it was like in Eastern Europe that year, it was in Baku. Right. So I was just thinking, oh, they'll put him on first, mm-hmm. send him to bed. He oh. doesn't care where he places, does he? Nah. So, um, yeah, 2012 I thought was a really good year, actually. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should watch that one. Um, 2013 we sent Bonnie Tyler with a song I thought was great <laughs> I personally loved it okay great impression and she like floats in the air you sound like Cher <laughs> she did a bit um, okay. and it came 19th is ever. Bonnie Tyler English? I thought she was American Welsh oh okay okay that makes sense uh, 2014 we sent Molly Children of the Universe familiar? nope at the time, everyone thought this was our renaissance. We were about to kill it. Really? It was going to be so good. And then it came something. <laughs> At least it didn't come last. But um, I always like this song. I think the stage and let it down. Right. It wasn't very great on stage. But um, Electro Velvet, <laughs> still in love with you. No, no clue. This is a swing song. Okay. With scatting. Ooh, love a bit of scat. <laughs> don't be saying that I'm not joking do you know the other meaning of scat <gasps> we're not talking about is that is that something to do with porn yes scat porn poo yes oh, that's alright it could be worse <laughs> could it <laughs> I can't think of much worse um, let's play you electric velcro electro velvet <laughs> <laughs> velcro <laughs> better name <laughs> somebody thought this would be a good idea. Yeah. I don't want to tell you what I think. You think it is? I really like it. I haven't heard much of it yet, but it's giving us vibes. 
<laughs> Do you know that if I'd watched this at the time, it would have been a playlist anyway? Do you know what? I should have known you'd like this. <laughs> like, because I like shite. It's just your type of shite. I love it. You've uh, got to remember, I love that song from Germany, Gendrick. <laughs> exactly. That's You've got to remember. I that, love isn't it. it. Is it on your playlist? Of course. I absolutely love it. It can't be on your playlist. Of course it is. I don't feel hate. It always comes out on in the shower. I just feel sorry. <laughs> 2016, Joan Jake. Don't know who they are. Joan Jake. Mm. Is who they are. From down the road. <laughs> Joan Jake from down the Why road. Why do I feel like that ba- the bands? The, 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 the I just knew it. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to say about that. But a lot of people do claim 2016 is one of the best years. I feel like I showed you the recap of it and you didn't care. I don't think I like Joan Jake. It's just come back to us. I can't remember who I chose that year. Go through the list and I'll tell you. And did we definitely watch yeah, 2016? Yeah, I'm sure we went up so to 2016 was the last year. This is the year that fully got me into it because at the time it was great, but I think it's aged. Who and won? I, I'll say it honestly and openly. I think it aged. Ukraine won. I still love that one. But I feel like as mm. a year, it hasn't aged well. I think a lot of these songs were great at the time, like 2016. I can't very remember cold. by just looking at words who I picked. I think we might just have to watch it again. Yeah, but we did. We went all the way. That 2016 was where we started. Should we watch it now? The whole thing. The recap. I mean, it went on for a while, but we can't. Yeah. Didn't I pick? I kept picking Israel for like every year. Right. I was gonna say, do you have a favorite country? Because I feel like it's ended up being Israel. I didn't know that I had a favorite country, but you know what we should look at my playlist and work out statistically who will have the most of yeah we'll get to that we'll get and I think I have the most of Israel 2017 so this is the first year I fully got into it uh, Lucy Jones never gave up on you this was the same year of Daniel Johnson doing You Decide do you remember us playing you that yeah and I remember I Lucy Johnson as well Jones sorry why are we calling her Lucy Johnson I'm just called Lucy Jones did I say Johnson oh no you might have said Jones I think I said and then Daniel I got confused because of Daniel yeah. Johnson. Um, Funny two X Factor people from the same year mm. trying to compete. So I remember at the time, uh, this was at the time when you decide was very much like, can we find people from X Factor? Really? So do you remember Olivia Garcia? I don't mm. think, I think she got Judges Houses, maybe 15, 14. What year? X Factor 14, 15, I think. You'd have to show us a picture. Anyway, she did a song in this selection. I think that probably should have took it. Show us a picture. I'm really good at remembering faces. I think she was X Factor. It just said X Factor while you did it, but I have no recollection of this girl. So, but in hindsight, that was absolutely the best choice. I think people thought it was going to win. Did I see when we recapped this and I liked it? I'm sure I did. I think you did, yeah. It feels like the type of thing you would like as well. 2017, let me have a look at this list and see if you like. We were on completely different wavelengths this year, I remember that. So, if I were to say some of my favourites from this, I'd say Portugal, what won, was great, should have won, deserved, mm. you didn't like it. Um, Austria is not a particular favour of mine, Nathan Trent running on air, you liked it. Did I? I was going to say, I thought um, I did, I think that's who I picked. Anya Neeson, I feel like I remember trying to really get you into Anya Neeson, thinking it would be a bit of you. Can I see a picture? Blonde one, massive yeah. gap tooth. Because didn't I say, oh, she's, yeah, I know who you mean, I was going to say... Didn't I say that every Eurovision always has some edgy girl with a blonde bob? I know she's not that. That might have been Dehaj that year. Right? <laughs> and I was like, in every year that's shit and you always like them. I will always get on board with someone who's giving you a little bit of mood. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's a little bit moody. Nah, they've always got Sign me up. No shoes on and they've got a, that, like, that one that did it last year, was it the year before? She had a sparkly top. 
And she had no shoes on. They all have a sparkly top with these <laughs> shoes on. Okay. I don't think I can get there for you, but Lorene didn't have shoes on. Disgraceful. I'm so excited for Lorene. If you're listening to this and Lorene hasn't been picked, no, I'll be crying. <laughs> um, did you like Yordlet? Do you remember the Yordlin one? I'm not sure, but I think I'm allowed because I really like Yordlin as well. Maybe. I like Yordlin, Scatton. <laughs> Do it all. Um, Twenty eighteen was Suri, who got stage invaded. Oh, of course. We watched that and spoke about it yes. on the pod. Of course. And um, so she was a bob. She was a blonde bob. I wasn't mad about her song though. Sorry, sorry, Suri. Love her though. Sorry for your stage Seems invasion. Seems like a barrel of laughs. I would literally run off crying if someone stage invaded me. Literally, like props to her completely. Props. Um, Michael Rice in twenty nineteen. From Hartlepool to Dolly Gather now. I actually remember him being chosen because he was from Hartlepool, but I don't know him or listen to these songs. Neither do I. Um, and that kind of brings us back to now. But we could talk a bit about these years because I feel like we've <clears throat> consumed these years. Okay. 2018, we were somewhat on the same wavelength. You liked Cyprus and Israel, which were the top two. Did that I? Year. Interesting. It's Not a shame I don't remember. Toy. Oh my god, how can I forget? <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs of all time. Like, of genuine all time. And then Fuego was Cyprus, but I don't know if you remember that one. I don't. 2019, we watched as well. I found Toy from TikTok, by the way. You really liked Spain. What didn't do so well that year? I think a lot of people liked Spain that year. Lavender, Mickey. I don't remember. My favourite didn't even make the final this year, so Deva. Ripped Proper. to Portugal that year. Who did you always the like Portugal? Portugal are mine, I think. Yeah, I think I've noticed that Portugal generally seem to send stuff I like. Yeah, so and it's a bit of a rogue one. I liked the Portugal one in 2021 and put it in my playlist and ended up removing it from my playlist. That's I probably one of the only ones like in recent years I don't care about. Isn't that, that isn't interesting? Um, who else did you like this year? I think you like Estonia, mm, possibly Storm Victor Crone. Just... He's also trying to represent Sweden again this year. Really? Yeah, but he was representing Estonia then. So you got many can jump ship. E madness. Um, I wouldn't do it. I would just want to represent my country. And you know, Arcade what won that year as well. Yes, and I do like that song. Did used to think it was Panic at the Disco. Another one I found on TikTok. That's odd. I know. Panic I found it on TikTok. It used to be on the edits of when Prince. I shouldn't laugh, but you know when Prince Philip died, mm-hmm. there used to be loads of edits of the Queen being sad and that song would <laughs> be in the background, and I'd be like, "What is this melody?" Um, and yeah, and then I found out. We never watched 2020, so 2020 got cancelled, guys. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening in a time machine. <laughs> But 2020, Sorry, 2019, it's 2020, not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, so enjoy 2019 while you can. Um, so yeah, 2020 didn't happen. We never watched those songs. No. Interesting. Rona. But 2021 was way better, so I'm kind can of Can I just say, just about 2020, I really, really, really think Daddy Freya would have won. I don't know the other songs. Russia had Little Big. I Do you know them? No. Skibbity Wah Wah Wah. Oh yeah. No, I'm thinking of that guy that's like in the tingle. Yeah, yeah, that's not him, is it? It's getting even bop bop. I think I showed you a little big, and you were like, "Yeah, but it's not Daddy Fred." Oh, we yeah, <laughs> was it the two people and the attractive guy in the background and the like? Uno dos with the 
and they looked a bit like Abba, but she had yeah, red hair. Yeah, exactly. I really liked it. Oh my god, it. we didn't talk about Abba. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I don't like Abba. Literal Hold Abba. Hold us back. I don't. Do you like Abba? Not really. There you go then, hon. <laughs> Could put anyway, them in the same bin as Oasis. 2021. Um, so yeah, someone didn't make it through. We didn't watch the non-qualifiers. No. You, you might watch the non-qualifiers and then realise why semis are so I great. know, I know. I really want you to get into the semi-finals. If you tell us where to watch it and when, I will. I don't know where it's available. The same week. BBC One. The same week as what? The final. What? Semi-final one is on Tuesday. Oh. Semi-final two is on Thursday. The final is the Saturday. How about you text me, watch it tonight, and I will. Because that's the problem. I want to watch it. Right. But it always passes us by. Okay. The final pops out of nowhere, and I go, oh my God, it's the final. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? So you'll know this lineup then, kind of. Oh, yes. This, this is the first year you've proper watched. Should we look through your playlist, actually? Yes, but can Maybe I just quickly jump ahead to see... 2021 was a big deal as well because I, why did I even watch it? Did I have a reason? Oh, Daddy Freya. But I made a proper thing out of it. I just have to quickly tell a story. It's not even that important. But I literally like got food and drinks and snacks. Not with my sister and my mum. That was 2022. Just by myself. And you know that old man thing that dads do, but James does it as well, where they're like, what are you watching this show for? And then they just slowly creep in. <laughs> so like, I was watching it, I was enjoying it, I was live tweeting, I was like fully amongst it, and I was like, my life has changed, I will always be a Eurovision fan from now. James was watching it, minding his own business. Well, he wasn't watching mm. it. He was like, why are you watching this shit? Minding his own business. But because we lived in the studio flat, he couldn't escape it. And he just slowly like dragged a chair towards the telly as... Blind Channel came on because James is a metalhead role. That checks out completely, doesn't it? Huh? That checks out completely. Oh, yeah. Blind Channel, yeah. And he was like, That brought in a whole audience. I of people. fucking love this. And now he still listens to Blind Channel. So it's interesting, isn't it? And likes Moniskin as well. And Finland usually brings something a little bit rocky. So that was well, that's Finland. That's what I was going to say. I said to him, Watch out for Finland because I think you would have liked Lordy as well back in the day and the Rasmus. But the Rasmus was shit. <sighs> that song wasn't very good. I agree. And I love By the, the way, Rasmus. I've been yeah, watching. In the shadows, bop. Bop of the century. Literally. By the way, this brings back to you saying about the history of Eurovision, thinking it might be, I don't know if you want to edit this out, but a bit boring because, like, you know. But you forget that there's so many people out there who don't understand about Eurovision because James texted us the other day and was like, was this the song that the Rasmus sang at Eurovision and sent us a song? And I was like, no. It was Jezebel. And he was like, oh, well, I love this song. And then later on, he came home and he was like, um, I'm just going to play you that Rasmus song because it's really good. And I was like, oh yeah, that is good. Anyway, when was it released? And he was like, oh, it was on the same album as In the Shadows. And I was like, well, of course it didn't do it at Eurovision because don't you have to have... September 1st, 2022 will be the cut-off point for this year. Yep. So September 1st of the year before, you have to have your song released after then. But he didn't know that and I didn't know that until recently. So that's a rule as well. There's so many rules that I don't think people are aware of. And there's so many people as well. Do you know Celine Dion won? I do. Did I tell you? No, I knew Oh, well done. Congratulations. I know. For you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Gold star. Um, I know it went about big names. And I will say something as well. It's something the fans will do. So the fans who watch The, the fans of us. The fans of us. <laughs> the fans of the national selections will often, I think, have their opinion sort of marred by songs that were in that selection. So... Say, for example, the Rasmus. Yes. I like the Rasmus in the Shadows. I was like, oh my God, they're doing UMK, yes. which is the selection show. Oh. Every other song in that selection show was better than their song. So oh, I went okay. in being like, 
Fuck the Rasmus and mm. their shit song. So you think this goes well, is back? It just popped up on you and I'd be like, oh, the Rasmus, that's cool. This goes back to what I said about sending your best people. Exactly. Because they wouldn't have gotten through if they weren't the Rasmus. If you are saying that, exactly, the they would not have won if so they was not. Why the are we not sending the likes of Ed Sheeran, Adele, all the because people that... they came twentieth? Oh, so then Adele would it's never just live it down. the person with the best song. Adele would never live it down. Who's having her? the best moment? Do you know what I mean? Who's sending me? Anyway, go. Like, I think like you get an ear for a good Eurovision song. I do think that you need to find the happy medium, which is what they did with Sam Ryder. You need to send someone who's got a lot of recognition behind them, who has a big fan base, but who isn't going to be embarrassed if they don't win. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because you're not going to send Adele or Harry Styles or Ed Sheeran. But... Yeah. But this is the thing. The national finals are a whole thing. So they're all happening like January, February, March time. Right. So all the other countries are picking their songs. But you'll get attached to other songs that don't win. Oh, And it's devastating when they don't win and you put it on those acts Mm. that do win. I'm interested. And that's usually where it can all fall down. And you know what? A reason why I would actually like to watch the semi-finals, so please do tell us when they're on and I'll watch them that night or like the night after on the morning actually. Like if Mm. it's on a Tuesday night, I'll watch it on the Wednesday morning and then watch the Wednesday way. Yeah. But like when the final comes on, I'm always like, oh, I've never heard this. I've never heard any of them before. But like, it would be good to be excited. I think the show, you should check them all out though. I would like to. I think you should listen to them all before the show. I will. We already have half of them. How many is there? 37. That's fine, I can But do we that. have half of them already. What do you mean? Half the songs are confirmed. As the final? Not as the final, but as, as the 2023 songs. Right. Oh, I see. Right. I'll do that if you send us a list. Absolutely. Or if you tell us where to find the list. Absolutely. Right, do you want to hear about my playlist? Let's check out your playlist, because this will kind of cover us from this point so on. So, I'll quickly mention the ones that were in 2021, because most of them are. So, I've got Waterloo from ABBA in here, and I don't know why, because I don't actually like ABBA. Was that just like, oh, it needs to be there? Well, I've got ABBA in my playlist, because I've got this thing with my playlist where I'll put every song I've ever heard, even if I like them or not. Oh. I know, and it's a regret, because I'm constantly skipping. Yeah. So, but when I came to separating my playlist, which I did for that reason, I had to put ABBA... Waterloo in because it is a Eurovision mm. song. Anyway, Teenage Life by Dan Samson, obviously. Arcade by Duncan Lawrence. Uh, Euphoria by Lorene. Stephanie, which is 2022 winner, of course. You know how much I love that song. Maniskin, Toy by Netta. And Spaceman, Sam Ryder, and Give That Wolf a Banana, 2022. The rest are 2021. There's still not loads. I've only got... This playlist only lasts 45 minutes, so mm. you can tell I'm not a huge revision fan. And what I love, though, about the 2021 ones in particular, though, are they're a bit rogue. Do you they're think? a bit fan. You they're know a bit what's... like, oh, I'm not just talking about your Maniskin and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who did well in that? <laughs> um, your daddies, yeah. even though he's in there. Yeah, oh, I forgot about him, yeah. um, he's in here. I completely skipped over that. You've got a few here where it's like, oh. Well, talk for that. Yo, was a tune as well. Can we give a shout out to Natalia Gordienko, who come on with a song called Sugar, she dropped a microphone, she attempted to hit the longest note in history and was just generally incredible. I love her so much. Don't remember her, but you know who I will talk about who hit the highest note in history? Yes. More impressive than Natalia's, to be honest. Tune and a half. Eden Aline, mm-hmm. Set Me Free. <gasps> I love it. You're Israel. a really big fan. Israel again. Set me free. I even showed her I am by Michael Oh my god, yes. David. And you liked it. <laughs> it was good. I feel like Israel are unstoppable for you. They are. 
I don't know how to pronounce this. I don't want to butcher it. Birth of a New Age. Yeah. Who sings John that? John McCroy. Love that. Like, that came 23rd in 20, uh, 2021. I remember being quite sad about it. The Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. It was the host entry as well. Like, yeah. Because it was in the Netherlands that year. Oh, yeah. That's yes. it. Is that it? And then Surely Maliskin. Not. I thought I had loads. And you had Daddy as well. And Daddy, yeah. And I thought I had... But then I did have Portugal, but I removed Yeah, them. you removed Portugal. Yeah. Wasn't and you've just added Moldova 2022 yes you remember I have, that one. I have there's a bit of a story behind that one isn't there I remember mm. that chat we had with Serena who comes up on this pod a lot yeah so I hope she listens true she friend gets, of the pod she gets many mentions Serena DM us if you're listening and if I don't if I don't have a DM right on what, what should we get <laughs> an at? hour in to this <laughs> podcast which is seven episodes in then I know you're not listening but you know what I know Serena's not listening anyway yeah. She would have messaged something already. Yeah, I don't think she's listening. I might have to tell her. You are mentioned loads, honey. Yeah, 2022, Moldova. Serena is from Romania, so speaks Romanian, which is what that song is in. So we were speaking to her about that a bit. Yeah. And I remember her favourites at the time as well. She, she's just, a Eurovision watcher, isn't she? That's because she's from a country that is well into it. Aye. Although they're not nowadays. Romania are a no. bit of a flop. I actually haven't heard of anyone from Romania for a while. So, yeah, I feel like when you meet people from other countries, they're always dead into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, her favourites are a lot more aligned to me. Really? (laughs) I remember talking to her about it at the time and being like, yeah, I think we're on the same way. I'm sure she liked Azerbaijan in 2021. Shall I do? Azerbaijan? Who's she? Azerbaijan? Azerbaijan? What? <laughs> You're telling me I've been going around saying Azerbaijan and that's not right. It's, are you talking about a country? Yeah. Azerbaijan. Oh. I think that's one of the best countries to say as well. It just rolls off the tongue. It would help if I'd heard of it before you were Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Land of fire. So fast. Yeah. Azerbaijan. That's what I've been saying. Well, that is mortifying that way. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're not in Europe. So. Azerbaijan. I don't know countries. I got an F in geography. So a few countries. This is actually really interesting. A few countries in Eurovision aren't technically in Europe. Oh, Azerbaijan. Now you're confusing the fuck Azerbaijan are not in Europe, but they're in the EBU, which means they're in the Broadcasting Union, so right. can take part. So they're a member of that. What about Australia? They're a participating member. So they need an invite to take part. Right. And there's a bit of debate at the minute because their invite runs out this year. <gasps> so will they get invited next year? Who knows? Probably. But... Money. There's a potential that the people who do Eurovision could snip them off. There's an Australian singer that I absolutely adore and she's not even that well known. They should be sending her. Who? Peach PRC. Don't know. You'd like her, I think. Might well, not. there we go. We if you're listening, it. SBS, the broadcaster... Because I don't like your song this year. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, who else was notable in 2020? What were we talking about? Don't remember. Azerbaijan. Oh, yeah. A few countries aren't in Europe. So Azerbaijan aren't in Europe. They're a bit like on the cusp. They're, yeah. they're technically Asia. Armenia, not oh. a European country. I just don't get it. Israel, not in Europe. Eh, hey, what? I don't see the point. But Stop calling it Eurovision. They're close enough. Just call it Eurovision. They're close enough. Should we have our first guest of the pod and ask James if Euros do this? They do. Azerbaijan you know are this. part of the Euros, yeah. But that's silly. But they're like on the cusp. It's it's it's, it's like debatable as to whether they are. Okay. You know. Okay. 
Um, it's a lot if I make the process. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've went too far. Maybe we need to end it again. Um, any other thoughts? Any other questions? Any other anything? I just have one burning, burning, burning question. Yes. <laughs> Why the fuck didn't Alberta get into the finals? I'm so glad you said this because I was going to end on Alberta. No joke. Seriously. So Alberta, we spoke about her a bit before, but Alberta is our favourite. Can we just give a shout out and name our friend of the pod of this episode? It has to be Alberta. It has to be Alberta. Friend of the pod. Obsessed with that queen. <laughs> so badly. You know what, right? Tyler, We've learned the choreo. You show me a lot of Eurovision songs, and I'm like, yeah, these are good. Like, oh, the, yeah, these are shit. Alberta's song, what's it so strange? It's the only one that I've genuinely been like, what the fuck? I am obsessed with this, and I want it to be played <laughs> at my funeral. It's so <laughs> random, because why did I even show it to begin with? Who knows? I feel like I was just like, I'm in an Alberta mood, and yeah. you're right there. And, and I was now like, I love it. There. It's a travesty, it's not on Spotify. It is, honestly. So a lot of people will listen won't even know I was going to say, give some Alberta Even the history. fans probably don't know this Oh my one. Christ. Like, I fell down a wormhole and was watching 90s UK pre-selection shows. <laughs> and I came across Alberta with the track So Strange. But she did one the year before, we're not as mad about. No. But this one the year after, 1999, So Strange, we know the choreo. I love it. And we know everything. Didn't even win the selection. Absolutely heartbreaking for her. Well, Lassie, I'm so upset about it. But where it placed in that Such selection. A tune. Who represented UK that year? I need to know who I'm won. I'm going to show you who won because I think you'll actually quite like the song that won, actually. I feel like you'll like the song that Do won. Do I already know it? Precious, say it again. We'll put it on. Girl group. Uh, Alberta was second. Oh, she was close. No way. She came second. Not us being heartbroken about a 24 year old <laughs> result. <laughs> But she came oh, second. Oh, I didn't realise she was that close. 700 votes from going. So she'd be uh, precious. She would have presented, uh, represented. Absolutely. She would have oh. been a part of Eurovision history. But now she's demoted to a top of the pop's precious performance. Precious song with is not called views. So Strange. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too busy talking about my beer. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think precious. I remember these books. This is good, but it's not Alberta. I know this song. It's good though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So that's why I'm not too mad she didn't win. I kind of get it, you know. I'm I not too mad she didn't win, Alberta. but it's not Alberta. Yeah, if, she's better, but I think she's better for us. I understand why she wasn't picked for the whole of the UK. Love, be so strange. I literally couldn't remember what it went like there, you know. I love that bit in the choreo, you know the bit I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> God, if you so need to do any homework today, even people who are fans of Eurovision who don't know Albert So Strange, this is your homework. Yes. Go and watch it. You'll love it. You'll Please. love it, babes. But it's not on Spotify, so get ready for that heartbreak. Mm. Also, Danon. <laughs> <laughs> so a song called Don't It Make You Feel So Good? Can't remember. Um, 1998, she was in the selection with that. And it was on the... Dan commercial, hmm, Dan, which would be great for our celebrities in adverts episode. That's coming true. soon, coming soon, coming soon to your ears, to an ear near you. So we need to absolutely one million percent, I think, do a mm. one on just this year. 
I agree, let's do it. But when is I it I still think we'll do it once it's all wrapped up and we'll give our opinion, our perspective. Maybe, you're right, actually. You know what I mean? But I still want to show you them before. No, you can show me. Okay. And then I will have more opinions to bring to the 2023. Like, I like in. these in the selection You'll be, you'll be going in being like, oh, I hope that one yeah, makes exactly. it. Yeah, exactly, I'll have more That's opinions. That's the buzz. So I feel like now I watch them all early before the show this year, my life's changed for the better. <laughs> Like, it will get you into it. Oh, I'd love it. Honestly, if you just tell us where to find them, I'll listen. Why don't we watch them now? I think we can. We literally can do it. <laughs> Goodbye, exactly everyone. That. Wait, before we go, yeah, a little PS. The Eurovision film with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams is actually really good. Ugh. No, it is. I. It's inaccurate. Yes, it, but, but it's, it's a, funny. Do you know what? I remember when they were making that and I was like, this is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be shit, that guy's. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 23 um <laughs> just by Lincoln Park but it was fine no I went into it thinking it's gonna be shit I don't like Will Ferrell and I'm not a big Eurovision fan but it's 2021 when I was going through my Eurovision buzz so I was like right alright I'll have a watch and I fucking loved every second of it it was so funny I've watched it a kind of few times since that's how much you know I know like it what I think what did I just say <laughs> I, no I get you I, I'm the same and I think it's hilarious and it might not be accurate. Maybe it's because you're such a fan that you don't like it. Maybe. You're just like, that's inaccurate, I do, that's inaccurate. I, don't, I will never watch it again. Oh, I would. But it was, it was watch an enjoyable it right now. watch. It was very good. And I'll tell you one bit that I like that I'm surprised you're not like hollering at. The bit where they did the Eurovision mashup and Netta was there and the one from 2014, <laughs> Conchita. And a shout out to Moldovan 2019 participant Anna Odebescu who was in this. Really? Didn't even make the final. Why was she there? What the hell? <laughs> like, her manager's doing overtime. Because <laughs> why the fuck was she in that? Literally. But it was made that guy with the violin was there. Alexander something. Don't like him. Why? Bad person? No, just don't like either of his songs. Oh. Do you know he put something on on Instagram in his story this year saying, not in the mood for Valentine's Day when there's so many wars in the world. Oh, he definitely <laughs> gives that vibe. He's one vibe. of them wet wipes. Yeah. Oh, he's a bit of a knob like. <laughs> Shout out to Alexander from Where's he from? No way. No way, you're a bit of a knob according to Tyler. <laughs> you and your violin can fuck <laughs> I don't like fairy tales, you. I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay. And he's very good looking. Okay. When he was younger, I don't know what he looks like now. Um, Eurovision movie, what was I going to say? Um, it was a hoot. Yeah, it was and a good time. It was alright. Some of their songs are in my playlist, mm. and I was going to put them in my Eurovision playlist, and I was like, "Don't do it, honey." Yeah, I don't do it. I never listen to them, you know. Nah. I put them in there. I've never listened to them. I think though, because that was set in Iceland, and they mm. were supposed to be Icelandic. I think it's actually helped them in the contest. I yes. think it probably even helped Daddy Frey because I think people going into that contest were like, oh, it's Iceland, the Eurovision movie country. Didn't come out after though. It came out after Daddy. Twenty twenty came out before 2021 came out after so the one that actually participated in Eurovision yeah came but out I after think the they came out because of Daddy Hey. he had something to do with the film no no but he was popping off at the time right so it was just random that they chose Iceland yeah oh I think it had been in the works for a while oh that makes then. sense interesting and I love because they're a passionate Eurovision country like, I think like ah. 95% of the country watch Eurovision on the night like, that's mega. Any glaring omissions, let us know. Yes, please, queens. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> I love Bring that. Bring that one back. Wrapping it up. Has that episode been out yet? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wrapping it up. We'll talk about other admin stuff after. Yes. <laughs>
We're going to go do our business meeting post-show analysis and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.